Sophia Minard. And that right there means baseball at its best. And now, leading off for your Milwaukee Brewers, Valley Sports Wisconsin, Sophia Minard. Sophia Minard is brought to you by Century Foods. You can win a trip to spring baseball next year in Arizona from Century Foods. Airfare for two, three nights in a hotel, game tickets, and more. Enter today at Century Foods. Sophia Minard doesn't know what to do every year. It's the playoffs. There's no playoffs this year. Got to feel. Oh, she's odd. got plenty of vacations to take. What Sophia are you talking about? Sophia doesn't feel waiting. odd not to be in the playoffs. Um, yeah, it, it does. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I think you know. Oh, look at that entitlement there. Ooh, it feels feels years. weird not being in the playoffs. Ooh, damn right. You, David Stearns, is your general manager. You expect to be in the playoffs. Fred Counts is your manager, right, Sophia? Yeah. 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 I think I'm mean, like 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 we've heard from them kind of over and over the last you know, a couple weeks is, um, you know, you, you earn those expectations and, and that's what you want to be. You know, every team wants to be playing in October. So um, that, that was the goal this year and that'll be the goal next year too. What stood out? What do you want to pass along first to us having listened to David Stearns today? Yeah, we, um, we, we were over at the stadium today for our kind of end of the year press conference with David today. And, um, Look, I think, you know, the best thing about David is that he's always, you know, he's honest, he's thoughtful, um, he's always forward thinking, um, he, he takes responsibility, right, I think like any good leader does, um, you know, and, and he said as much today in his press conference of he's ultimately responsible for, you know, the, the, the status and the performance of the organization, and, and he takes a lot of responsibility for that, um, and so when ultimately they fall short of their goal, right? And, and we're not playing baseball in October um, and not in the postseason. Then, you know, he, he said it's, it, it hurts, right? It's, 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 it hurts. It stings. It's disappointing. Um, you feel that. It sticks with you. Um, he's feeling all of that, I think, just like all the fans are. So, um, but he's, he's always very forward-thinking as well. You know, he's always very optimistic, um, has a lot of reasons to be optimistic, and you know it's going to be it's going to be an interesting off season, and I think there's there's a lot to look forward to for next year. Uh, speaking of off season, uh, we know we just just finished, but uh, sports are now year round, so I'm sure he's thinking and uh, they're getting in the war room in there. What's uh, what do you think is first on their agenda or menu item as far as personnel for next year? Yeah, I think um, you know they're they're going through kind of their end of the year reviews and meetings and talking about the coaching staff and obviously the roster and, and what needs they feel like they have. Um, I think the biggest thing for this team, and, and this was true last year as well, is just that, um, you know, this is a good, sort of a, a good and bad thing about the position that they're in is that they have 18 players that are arbitration eligible, meaning that they need to come to agreements on contracts on and, they have very few true free agents. Um, same thing, it's got five total free agents. Um, so it's, they've got a lot of decisions to make. Um, and, and, you know, those arbitration-eligible players, it's, quite frankly, it's, it's a lot of your pitching staff. It's pretty much your whole position player group, um, your bullpen pieces. I mean, it's, it's, a big, it's a huge number for them um, to have to navigate. So 
there are a lot of decisions that are going to have to be made with that, um, with arbitration eligible players, um, and then obviously how that affects the payroll, and then how that ultimately affects free agency. So it's going to be very interesting in that regard. Um, but Sophia, I mean, like, I, what's like, what's what are the needs as far as personnel goes? Do you think? But I'm saying that that's part of it. You know, like the, you know, they have to they have a great core in place. Um, but that core gets more expensive every year. Um, this is, you know, this is part of arbitration. These players are, are due raises every year, and, and their performance dictates what those raises are. So what that number could ultimately end up being will dictate, you know, free agency. Um, and, and David said as much, like, this is never going to be an organization, and this is never going to be a team that is built, you know, predominantly on free agency. They invest in free agency wisely. Um, they, we've seen that they've been very active on the trades. So, I mean, when you're talking about what are their needs, I mean, they're, you know, I think their pitching depth was one that he said. Um, you know, I think offense is, is definitely in play there for them. Um, those are probably the two primary needs, um, you know, because of the injuries that they suffered to the starting rotation this year, that's where their pitching depth really took a hit. And, um, you know, they had to go into their minor league system, and um, which is a good thing, too. You want those guys to get opportunities. But I think pitching depth will, will probably be a priority for them, too. I believe 2022 this year will always be they didn't make the playoffs because they traded Josh Hader. Do you think that David Stearns will look at it that way? Do you think he believes – they didn't make the playoffs because he traded Josh Hader. Not exclusively because of that, um, because it's never about one thing. Um, you know, the reality is, is this team wasn't very consistent after the first two months of the year. Um, but that was certainly a big part of it. And, and he spoke about that, you know, at length today is, is the trade, um, the impact it had on the team and the impact that it had on the second half of, you know, the, the players and the moves that they made with the trade, it just didn't fortify the bullpen in the way that they thought. Um, they, you know, that was sort of a volatile area for them um, right after the trade. And then, and then the pieces kind of settled down and they performed well the rest of the way. Um, and, and, you know, I think he, he said too, like he underestimated kind of the impact that it had on the group, um, you know, and, and he said too, like you, you don't get do-overs um, in this industry. So, um, was it a reason? Yes. Was it the only reason? No. I don't think anyone could honestly tell you that's the only reason they didn't make the postseason. Um, you know, there was health issues. They had injuries um, specifically to their starting rotation that I think really affected their ability to be consistent. And then I think offensively, too, it was, it was, uh, it was kind of an interesting year for them. You know, they were one of the best teams in the league at hitting home runs. I think they were top. 10 in runs scored, like runs per game. Um, but there were other areas that they were really inconsistent. So, um, you know, it's never, it's, I think you wish you could simplify it to one thing, but we know it's never that way. From the hitting or offensive standpoint, who deserves some mention or credit recognition that doesn't get any, because no one does, because they didn't make the playoffs? What's, what's lost? that should be remembered from a hitting standpoint? Well, I think we'll always remember this is a team that hit a lot of home runs, right? I mean, I think they ended up finishing second in the National League 
219 home runs. I think they had nine players with double-digit homers. Um, I thought Willie Adamas had a great year offensively. Um, you know, Hunter Renfro had a great year offensively. Rowdy Telez. Um, you know, I think Rowdy season is kind of a microcosm of what the Brewers' offense was overall. Like, Rowdy led the team with 200 – or, excuse me, 35 homers, had nearly 90 RBIs, was, I mean, available every day, in there every day, consistent, but, like, not a high average. And I think that's sort of – I mean, that's just a sort of a story across all of baseball, but I think specifically for this team, um, you know, that's, that's kind of an example of, of who they are. I'm really curious more than most years to see what they do because I'm sure Stearns and the team is trying to figure out the effect of the new rules and do you need more guys that can steal bases, who benefits from the changes in terms of uh, you can't have the shifts. Uh, right. that, that has to be, and no one can know for sure, but if anybody can figure it out and analyze that best, they're going to have an edge next season. Yeah, well, I think, yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I think it's certainly going to change the story offensively with, um, with you know, not having the shift. And I think you're right. I think it puts, like, more of a premium on players who can put the ball in play, on base percentage, speed on the bases, um, athleticism, right? I think you're going to need, you know, your infielders. I think we're really going to get to see their athleticism now. Um, so, yeah, I think it's, you know, I, I don't know if it's necessarily going to lead to like a massive roster reconstruction, but I think it does make you rethink about the, the skill sets that are really valuable, right? I think offensively and defensively. Um, I think that's true on both sides. All right, Sophia, enough baseball. This is it. It's the last, this is it. last hey, question. Probably hey, uh, you have a question you go. for Sophia. Got, you don't get to talk about for eight months. Sophia, what's on your uh, off-season agenda? You got some any good vacations planned? You going anywhere? Yeah, good question. Going anywhere good? Yeah, that's a good question. I I don't really have anything planned yet. I kind of keep October clear. Um, okay. Good news for you guys. I will be doing some Marquette basketball stuff. Yeah, let's Shaka go. Smart. So that'll be that'll be really fun. I'm looking forward to that, starting that in November. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to do that. Go to Marquette games. Um, I'll you know, probably travel to Costa Rica to see my family. Um, sorry to disappoint you, Tony. I do not have any golf trips on the calendar. I was going to say, if you got any golf trips, let me know. Maybe next year. Oh, yeah. Well, trust me, you would be my first call because I wouldn't have any clue where to go. So <laughs> I got um, you covered. So yeah, I was. You would be my my. I don't golf see Sophia as a golfer yet. I don't. Are you a golfer yet? Not at all. Not yeah, I didn't. Think it's, so. it's Tony. It's like it's like a tie between Brian Anderson and Tony Smith about like who wants me to golf more. You gotta get in there, Sophia. And I'm, I'm disappointed both of them. So. Oh. Yes, not, I'm not disappointed. You'll get there. No, you're young. I think still. she'd pick. She's I think, young. She'll get nah, there. No, she'd pick cricket first. I think. Cricket. I, yeah. Well, yeah, because I, I think so. golf. Is too slow and takes too long for Sophia. That's what I think. What are you saying? She got no patience? I, I don't think she wants to do something that takes four hours. No, I don't. No, she got other stuff she wants to do. How long does it take you and I to play 18 holes? Well, but she's just no, learning. No, no, answer the question. Uh, in a cart, we can do it in two hours and 2.30. <laughs> Thank you. But she's just <laughs> starting. She's got to learn. And then you gotta, couple, uh, we all had to learn. I know. Sophia's at least five years from golf. I'll accept that. I'm good with you that. Yeah. Sophia, she's, only, she's, think only, I'm right? she's only 15 but years old. So. The good news is Tony. Tony will still be golfing at that point. So. Oh yeah. 
I'm not even old as Homer. Homer's still golfing. But I, I don't know. That's the beauty. That's the beauty of golf, right? You that's can right. Doing it at any age. That's right. Yes. I'll be playing well into my 70s. Do you participate in any? Uh, uh, Sophia should pick up pickleball. I think she would like pickleball. I bet she's played pickleball. Yeah, I feel. I feel like that sport's like all the rage now. It is. It is. I I played that in high school, by the way. Yeah. It's been around forever. It has, but it, it caught on. It no, it's, yeah, I don't know why it's caught on. It's not yeah, that great. I would say, I would say, between now and when we talk about baseball with Sophia in the spring, pickleball will have entered her life. That's my prediction. You think she'll play pickleball before she tries golf? Oh, it's the pickleball's coming up this off season. <laughs> when oh, we this talk in, when we talk in March, she's going to tell us about I'm, pickleball. I'm saying, I'm saying golf. Life. I'm going to make her go play golf just so I win the bet. All right, go for it. It won't work. <laughs> I'll see you, see you in Costa Rica, Minert. All right. That's all See you at Marquette, Minert. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Hey, you can't Thanks call so her much. Minert. You okay, I didn't just try it. I was just checking to see if I could. <laughs> Clearly not. All right, Sophia. See ya. Thanks, Sophia. Bye, guys. Thank you. Yeah. He's yeah. talking to my friends like I talk to my friends. I, I, I didn't know if I could. I didn't know if everybody else calls her that, and it wasn't just your friends thing. Like pe- random people just can't come up and call Pebble Pebble. You can't. You don't. You don't have enough rapport to call me Pebble. My name's Chris to you, pal. I no. I think he would like being called Pebble. By no, him. not really. No. Thank you. That's See? just for the show. That's for the show, right? Yep. But then if somebody calls you Pebble, that means they listen to the show. They know you. They know yeah. all about you. Yeah. Well, once uh, once I'm off the show, once the show ends, my gimmick and my shtick are gone. That's right. I'm back to being Chris. Then, hey, you, then, I hey take, then he's really mean. I take it back. You are mean. I take <laughs> hey, it back. On the street, he's super mean. All right, next. <laughs>